Welcome to Liquor and Liqueur Connoisseur, where I drink, discuss, and discover the world of distilled spirits. I'm your host, Matt Burchard. This is episode 96, and I'm drinking the Kraken Black Spiced Rum. With each episode of Liquor and Liqueur Connoisseur, you should expect that I'll be well-researched and educational, also entertaining and consistent in my reviews. I chose to feature the Kraken on this episode because my wife suggested it, actually. We were recently seated at a bar near my home on a date night, enjoying a drink and light appetizers. The bar has a large display of bottles on several shelves above what's used for service. These bottles are visible from outside through windows, and that's one of the things that drew us in. Well, one of the display bottles was the Kraken, and because I had already covered most of the others that were on display, my wife asked me to do an episode on it. So, here we go. The bottle I have for the tasting is the standard 750 milliliter of the Kraken Black Spice Rum. It is 47% alcohol by volume, making it 94 proof, and it retails at $21. The bottle feels like half of the story for the Kraken. Just like Italicus I featured two episodes back, the design was done by the creative firm Stranger and Stranger. But first let me describe to you what the bottle looks like if you haven't seen it. I'll describe it, then get to the story of the design. The bottle is clear glass, so you can see the very dark, nearly black rum inside. The body of the bottle is cylindrical up to a rounded shoulder that goes to a slightly bulbous neck, then thins out to allow for a black metal screw cap with a brand name along the metal collar. But the most distinctive feature of the glass mold would have to be the handles. These are symmetrical loops rising from the shoulder connecting to the neck, and they're very functional. You can easily carry the bottle by one or both of the looped handles, Front and center on the shoulder of the bottle, the words, the Kraken, is molded into the glass, and it's repeated on the back, providing a symmetrical mold, save for some pinched indents at the bottom back, I imagine are for production purposes. The label is an off-white ecru color, reminiscent of parchment, and the most striking visual element on the label is an ink illustration of a Kraken, done in a style of old nautical maps or Victorian illustrations. To the right of this sea beast is a gloss black emblematic logo outlined in silver foil that reads, The Kraken Black Spiced Rum, 47% ABV, 94 proof. But what is a Kraken, you ask? Well, a Kraken is a giant squid, but described in some superscripty text to the top right of the label, bizarre and fierce sea creatures as seen through the eyes of imagination. At the bottom right, below a large 94 proof, there's a small detail of Fig 94, a nod to the proof and a way to caption the illustration. Then in larger text, the Kraken, with the subtext of, in parentheses, Lat, which is abbreviated for Latin, Architutus de, which is the Latin name for the giant squid, a very real sea creature. Below this it reads, Rum blended with spice, caramel, and other natural flavors. Last little detail on the front label is the top left where it reads, Plate 94. This is a reference to when engraved printing plates would be numbered, and the 94 again is a nod to the proof of the spirit. Oh, and the Kraken illustrated on the label looks like an octopus more so than a squid, 
as it lacks the swim fins found at the end of the mantle of a squid. But it's rendered in a truly gigantic form, grasping a tall sailing ship in a few of its tentacles. The back label is of a similar design, yet more simple. It reads, The Kraken, then with the Latin name for the giant squid. The Kraken is rum from the Caribbean, blended with natural flavors, named for a sea beast of myth and legend. The Kraken rum is strong, rich, black, and smooth. The Kraken Rum Company, producers and shippers of fine rums to points around the world. There's then a website URL, a small logo, and legal stuff with a barcode. Alright, I'll save the rest of the history of the bottle for the history portion. Right now I want to drink this, so let's unleash the Kraken. I've got an unopened bottle, so let's go ahead and crack this seal open. And I'll be tasting with a clean Glen Karen glass. It's a whiskey nosing glass designed for this purpose. It's tulip shaped, allows you to see the spirit, nose the spirit, and of course, taste the spirit. So let's go for a pour. In the glass, you can see how much caramel color they've added. It's a really healthy dose. It's a dark brown cola color, tinge of amber orange at the edges but very dark. Looks like it does in the bottle, although the bottle makes it appear darker because there's more fluid, it's deeper uh, than it is in this small glass. And the color of a black rum for the Kraken is meant to mimic squid ink. That's part of the brand lore we'll get to. On the nose, <sighs> it is 94 proof. I got a bit of whiff of ethanol on there. <laughs> Let's go in a little lighter this time. I pick up a lot of cherry, cola, vanilla, dark fruit. It smells like a sweet spice rum. But I can feel the ethanol, the <laughs> the heat of the vapors coming off of it. All right, now let's try it on the palate. We'll go for a taste. There's some heat. Cinnamon. Cinnamon's one of the known ingredients. You get that up front. First, when it comes in on the palate, uh, dark chocolate. Let's try again. Brown sugar, caramel. Um, it's got a bit of a medicinal tinge a little bit that you'll pick up with a flavored product. That's not necessarily a knock on it. It's not like an Amaro or anything that's intentionally medicinal. It just tastes fairly flavored, I guess. Uh, it's got a rum flavor, mol molasses-y mouthfeel. It's a little bit syrupy. Let's try it one more time. Yeah, inhaling as you're tasting it. It's got quite a bit of flavor. It's actually very flavorful. Molasses, rum, brown sugar, hint of chocolate, definitely some cinnamon heat. Yeah, 
overall pretty good. Long finish. I get a like a charcoal, charred wood finish on it with sweetness. So now onto the history. Nearly all sources state the Kraken was launched in 2010 by Proximo Spirits, but I was able to confirm it actually launched in the fall of 2009, and I'll provide a link to a review from November 2009 in show notes. Here's another reference. In March of 2011, a press release stated, The Kraken Rum was launched internationally just over 18 months ago and has quickly risen to become the fastest-growing rum brand in the United States, said Elwyn Gladstone, Senior Vice President of Marketing at Proximo. This release coincided with the announcement of a multi-million dollar ad campaign that was integrated with an iPhone app titled The Simulation Application for Nautical Maneuvering. Custom apps were still a pretty new marketing thing, with the App Store just three years old at the time. Proximo took a tone in their PR to position the Kraken as a discovery brand, with packaging, branding, graphic design, and advertising different than what others in the spirits industry were doing. For the mobile game, they were targeting consumers aged 21 to 35 who want to find really amazing tasting and looking premium spirits brands premium, without a premium price perhaps, suggested retail was just $20 back in 2011. Though I suppose $20 went a bit further a decade past, it's nothing like the prices of premium rums or other spirits today. So back to this bottle design. As I mentioned, the creative firm of Stranger & Stranger is credited with its design, and it takes inspiration from Victorian rum bottles with two hoop handles where the handles were used to hang the bottles to prevent breakages. The hoops are used in marketing these looped handles to mimic the tentacles of the Kraken reaching up. Stranger and Stranger also created the rest of the brand persona for Proximo Spirits, developing the style of inked illustrations and Victorian nautical theme. Currently, the brand's story is based upon what they call the Horrid Tale. It's brief, so I'll just read what's published on their site as of this recording. Legend has it, a ship carrying spiced rum from the Caribbean was attacked by a monstrous kraken. The beast thrust upon the ship its massive limbs, plunging the vessel and the men on board into impenetrable darkness. All of the barrels of rum were destroyed except one, which was badly stained by the squid's black ink. It was dubbed the Kraken Rum. It is now known as a liquid of unparalleled darkness. Expanded earlier versions of the brand's story told of the Kraken ink-soaked barrel making its way to England, where it was consumed and revered. But back in 2010, for their efforts, Stranger and Stranger won first place in the Design and Packaging of the Year category from the Drinks Business Awards. The Kraken also won first place in the Distilled Spirits category from the 2010 Clear Choice Awards from the Glass Packaging Institute. They honored the Kraken and Proximo Spirits with an award recognizing the packaging design. Stranger and Stranger and Vitro Packaging, the glass manufacturer, were also credited and thanked by Proximo Spirits in their acceptance of this award. But where did the Kraken come from? The awards and success of the brand thus far suggest it was well invested in by Proximo Spirits, but why did they create this rum? Well, I'll make some conjecture and educated guesses. 
I've not spoken to anyone from Poximo, and that's mainly due to my timing, I didn't ask, but I do pride myself on being well-researched, so I'm letting you know up front this is an educated guess. In 2009, spiced rum as a category was small. Rum itself wasn't what it is today. Overall, the spirits business has matured and expanded, and it's a great time to be a drinker of distilled spirits. The landscape of spiced rum was dominated by two main brands, Captain Morgan's, which I featured in episode 55, and Sailor Jerry's rum that I've yet to feature. Sailor Jerry's was launched in the early 2000s and originally was a spiced, sweet, 92-proof rum featuring iconic pinup art from the famed tattoo artist. It was immensely popular early on, and Proximo Spirits may have been looking to cash in on this with some nautical cachet of their own in the form of the Kraken. I think it tends to make sense when looking at the brands side by side. The Kraken was designed as a black rum, similar to Gosling's Black Seal in appearance that I covered in episode 70, and has since become a favorite rum of mine. But otherwise, the Kraken could be viewed as a head-to-head competitor to Sailor Jerry's. Certainly, there seems to have been space in the market for it. And one thing I turned up in my research that may very well have been fortunate timing for the Kraken was the fact that in 2010, the year that the Kraken was launched internationally, in 2010, Sailor Jerry's rum changed their recipe. They reduced the sweetness and cut back on the vanilla and lime-forward flavors. One reviewer described it as commercial suicide. The Sailor Jerry's brand was apparently aiming for a more premium product, but seemingly disowned the fans who enjoyed the sweetness and bold flavors of their rum, some who were self-described non-rum drinkers. Thing is, a spiced rum is damn near a liqueur in some regards, and in some jurisdictions, spiced rum is not legally even defined as rum, simply a rum-based spirit. So, Sailor Jerry's shot themselves in the foot, and the Kraken was already arrived on the scene to convert drinkers who enjoyed a higher-proof spiced rum that mixed well. When compared to Captain Morgan's, the Kraken is 24 proof more potent and more spiced. Captain Morgan's is barely more than vanilla flavored rum. So, Proximo Spirits conjured the Kraken and hired the right people in the firm of Stranger and Stranger to bring the brand to life. Since launch, sales have increased and there's been marketing investment behind the brand from the start. They continued to promote it well, with clever ad campaigns featuring the ink drawings and stylings of the Kraken. The brand has also expanded into limited editions and different packaging. A white version they refer to as Ghost White, sold in Mexico, plus a coffee-infused version I suspect is similar to Kahlua, yet more potent. There's also a lighter-proof 35% ABV version of the Kraken available in some markets. And they've recently gotten into ready-to-drink, pre-mixed cocktails, available again in some markets. And recently, in a very natural fit, the Kraken Black Spiced Rum is now the official sponsor of the Seattle Kraken NHL Expansion Hockey Team. If the marketing people for the team didn't get that deal done, I'm not sure they should have deserved to keep their jobs. In 2020, the Kraken sold just over half a million 9-liter equivalent cases, which may be down a bit from a peak of early 20-teens. Okay, so let's talk about how it's made. I don't know much other than what's been disclosed on Wikipedia and a few other public sources. 
The Kraken rum is purportedly produced from rum distilled in Trinidad by Angostura and is aged no more than 24 months. That's only two years. To this rum, a heavy-handed dose of caramel color is added along with 11 secret spices. The three spices that are disclosed are cinnamon, ginger, and clove. Also according to the brand, there are 14.25 grams of sugar in a 750 milliliter bottle. This is about twice the sugar of Captain Morgan's for comparison. I'd hazard a guess that the Kraken isn't particularly notable rum in and of itself, though it's made from molasses and aged a bit, most of the flavor and mouthfeel is added. The sugar gives it the smoothness and the spices help mask what might be harshness of the alcohol. But in my opinion, there's more than one way to a great product. Plenty of people love the Kraken. I quite enjoyed it. And if they achieve the liquid product through flavorings, more power to them. Many purists may hold something like Jamaican rum that doesn't allow sugar at all as the gold standard. They wouldn't like the Kraken, I don't believe. Or at least not consider it a true rum. And you know what? I think that's fair. There's room for everyone. Now on to cocktails and consumption. The Kraken is designed for mixing. The higher proof holds up under dilution and cola, a popular serve. And the spiced flavors play nice with cola flavors too. In the UK, the Kraken is often poured with ginger beer, another complimentary flavor. Recipes abound for the Kraken, and it's not often consumed neat or even much sold as a shot. This is a mixing rum for sure. So in summary, what do I think of the Kraken? I'll admit this is the first time I've ever had it. It's quite pleasant. I was a little afraid it may be more manufactured tasting than I was expecting, but it's quite good. It's balanced. I think they got it right. The branding and packaging is top-notch. I love a good brand. I like marketing. It's what I do as a day job. So I definitely appreciate that. And the other thing too, in the 12 years now that the Kraken has been on the market, they've stuck to the original design. They haven't redesigned the bottle. They've done some limited editions, so they've expanded the brand. But the original looks like it does in the original photos from the first press releases. And I think for a mixing rum, a a bottle that's going to cost you just about $20, depending on where you are, it's worth having on the bar. It's another good flavor option if you want just an an easy drink. May even have a good role in some tiki cocktails, though not original tiki recipes. You're probably going to substitute it out for some other dark rum. So that's going to do it for this episode of Liquor in the Core Connoisseur. I'm your host, Matt Burchard. Please subscribe and share. Show notes are on liquorinthecoreconnoisseur.com. You can also find the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, your favorite podcast platform. The show is also on social media. I tend to lean into Instagram. I love hearing from my listeners. I had a couple interesting suggestions come in recently, so I've got to track those down. And as always, thank you for listening. <laughs>